Hey guys, the following podcast is a Lady Gang Network and Podcast One production, which means it's going to be awesome. Before we start the show, we want to take a quick moment to tell you all about Ease. Because 2018 was the year of the female cannabis consumer. And across all cannabis product types, one thing is clear. CBD was the breakout of 2018. I mean, it's reportedly brought an array of wellness benefits. I know for me and my MS, it helps me tremendously. It's being used by women to help reduce anxiety. Yeah, it's super important to me. My anxiety comes on when I least expect it. And I can really always count on ease to kind of calm me down at the times I need it to most. Yes. And the best part is for us mamas and what we're always needing is a world of on-demand things delivered to us in the convenience of our own home. And Ease is making that all happen for all your cannabis needs. So visit Ease.com, that's E-A-Z-E, and get $20 off your first delivery with promo code MAMA. And delivery is free on all your orders over $50. So go to Ease, that's E-A-Z-E dot com, and enjoy the moment with me. Use promo code MAMA. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. No one said being a parent would be easy, but now you don't have to go through it alone. Actress and mother of two, Jamie Lynn Sigler, has teamed up with musician and stay-at-home mother of two, Jenna Paris, to create a safe place where you can confess your worst mommy sins and still feel like you're killing the mommy game. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Hello, and welcome to yet another show of Mama Said. Congratulations, everyone. You survived another week of motherhood, and we are so grateful that you are still tuning in. Yay. Hi, Jenna. Hi, Jamie. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm pretty good this week. Oh. Shocker. (laughs) I'm going to go to you first. What's going on? Okay. This morning was kind of a shit show. Great. I forgot that I was going to have my husband, Neil, take Milo to school so I could come here Mm -hmm. to record. But he went out of town last night, last minute. So then I woke up this morning and I was like, holy shit, I don't have anyone to drop Milo off. (sighs) So it's fine. They do early drop off. So I got ready super fast. Um, And you look very cute today, by the way. Thank you so much. I like that sweater. Um, Zara. You know, yeah. you, everything I say I like of yours Zara. is Zara. Yeah. I, I like. Do you go to the store or you shop online? I go and I shop online. Like wow. a mixture Who of both. Who goes to a store anymore? Every time I go to the Grove, I pop in. Oh, the Grove, yeah. And I do like a 40 second swoop. The Grove would do that sweep, to you. A swoop, a sweep. Uh, either one Whatever. works for me. And I like always get sweaters. You look great. My sweater game is really on. Right, this sorry winter. to interrupt okay. you, but you look great. So thank you so much, Shadio. You do. You do. Anyway, okay, so I was saying that um, I had to like rejuggle, rejigger. I can't speak this morning. I'm really tired. It's all working. Don't worry. I I got my little school. I got my little. Wait, should I just say this as my. Yeah, I was going to say, is this your win or your fail? Okay, so this is is my win. Great. So I managed to get Milo to school, zero tears, zero crying. I kind of just like threw him into school. And I was like, he didn't even realize it was 8 a.m., not 9 a.m., which was great. So I was like, you're here, mommy's going to go to work, and I love you. And he was happy. Isn't it great? Until they can read or tell time, you can just get away with so much. Yes, yes. And I think he knew that it was super early, but he didn't care. He was like, play time, whatever. So um, I did that. Um, it's a win. It's a win. You and I came here out. on time and everything's good. Great. Everything's great in that department. Yeah. What's your fail then? Sorry, we just went right into this segment of win I know. fail. Whoa. No warning. Mommy, win. 
Mommy fail. My mommy fail. I think, and I know we were talking about this earlier, but um, I have been having major anxiety lately. Mm -hmm. It started out because I got my mammogram, which I do really early because I have a lot of cancer history in my family, breast cancer. So I get mammograms early. I know it's not for everyone to do, but, um, and I had a little scare situation where, um, they saw something and I had to get further testing and I'm okay, Yeah, but it kind of put me into this weird funk and I've been downward spiraling ever since. And I haven't been, it's not so much like a mommy fail, like one situation. I just haven't been the best person, I, best mommy well, I, I could be lately. I don't take that as a fail. I mean, that's a lot on your plate. I've been checked out. Yeah. I've been, I've been truly checked out. Like I don't want to, like I've just been kind of like lethargic and not really wanting to like do anything with the kids because my fear of something going wrong with my well, health that has you. taken over my brain yes. and I need to, and that hasn't happened to me since before Milo was born. So I used to be, I used to have health anxiety and it kind of dissipated when Milo was born because I cared about him only yeah. and not myself. And ever since I stopped breastfeeding, hormones are going crazy and I just feel like I haven't been a super hands-on mom. Well, that's not a fail. I mean, it's just a bummer what's happening, but moral of the story is you're okay and we're yeah. all very grateful and I'm glad. Thanks. And yeah. So it's okay to have a good week because guess what? So did I. Yay. Shocker. I know I, not I'm, a shocker. I'm usually the one with the real like bummer of the fails, but okay. My okay, I want to hear. Okay. So my mommy win this week. I have two. Damn girl. I threw a little birthday party for Jack kind of last minute. Jenna, you were there. It was really cute and really fun. Um, I, I Googled like an Elmo person in LA that could come because my little one loves all his Elmo toys and I swear to God he was eight feet tall man I mean how large was this Elmo um, beyond to the point where Milo her son was like I thought Elmo was three he's 13, <laughs> yeah. he's 13 he was, but he had 14. a great voice and it anyway it went over really he, well he was very talented in the voice department he was great he uh, told me the he's baby a voice loved actor. it oh is he's he a, he does voice oh I love yeah, that you got obviously. the backstory oh, yeah. he made really cute balloons for the kids so cute it was great I mean it was just in the house just it, thrown together really last minute lots of balloons and Yumi catered Yumi, it Yumi is an amazing company that makes incredible baby food and they catered it for all the babies so they brought all these little jars and bibs for the babies it was, cute. Um, it was really really cute the salsa oh my favorite thing about the party by the way what my sign <laughs> the sign that says <laughs> like p.s the salsa is very f***ing hot no the guacamole oh the guacamole <laughs> i know i said the guacamole is spicy af oh yeah it was, it was. very spicy it i was. by I accident made it very spicy but whatevs it's it went, by the way the plate was clean so Spicy it, crowd. Totally. My other win is, so many of you probably know that have been listening that I have been struggling really badly with um, my five-and-a-half-year-old Bo's behavior. Uh, it's been just going on for months now of just a real struggle with listening, and I'm sure it has a lot to do with baby brother and a lot of change in his life, um, but it's just been rough. And... We've made a turn. Really? I'm not – I wish I could say I know exactly what it was. It might have been like one moment where I really lost my shit and I scared him. But I don't think that's what it was. I think it was – I one night I literally just got in front of him and I was like, Bo, 
what can I do to change this? How do I make this easier for the two of us? How do I get you to do first time listening? How do I make sure that you're happy and having fun, but that you're still safe? Because I tell him all the time and I make him repeat it back to me. What is mommy's main job is to keep me safe. Right. So the only reason that I ever tell you have any rules is to keep you healthy and safe. And so I think it clicked. What was he doing? Just being defiant about everything? Just being defiant, just giving me a problem about everything to what underwear he wears, to what he eats, to what he plays, to not wanting to go now, not wanting to go to sleep, not wanting to go to school. I mean, just everything. Just every, there was not a single moment where he'd be like, okay. Yeah. It was just, everything was a fight. So this week, my husband's been away on work. And so I've been alone. Yeah, he's always away. And I've been with the kids. And I have my nanny to help shuffle with carpooling and things like that. But it's really just been me a lot of the time. And he's been a superstar. And when I dropped him at school today, I made sure I... He overheard it because sometimes, like, it's good to talk about kids in front of them, but like, not have them think you're talking to them. And I was like, Miss Jen, I just have to tell you, Bo has been so incredible. And I could see he was walking to class and I saw him stop and kind of like backtrack and try and like listen to what I was saying. He's been so helpful at home. We talk, we, we call it first time listening. I was like, his first time listening has been spot on. I'm just really proud of Bo, and I hope, you know, you have been feeling the same. She goes, he's been wonderful at school, and Aww. he turned around, and, he, and he's just, like, smiling, and his teacher looked at him and goes, how does that make you feel? And he was, like, really good. Aww. So, anyway, that was a really big win for us this week because it's been hard. Yeah, it's It's been so really hard. hard. Okay, so my fail is also not really a fail. Oh, good. Because so I'm we just were like awesome killing it, I guess. Okay. But it's actually really cute. So Jack is starting to say words. He's, he call, Our dog's name is Bean. He says Bean. He says Bo. He says Dada. He says Banana. He says Cookie. But there has been like really no mama. And we realized he calls me baby. What? So if you'll like point at people, he'll say who they are. And then you point at me and he goes, baby. And I'm really? like, what? So – when I leave the house or my nanny will tell me, she's like, Jamie, he was walking around the house going, baby, baby. Is it because Cutter calls you baby? I call him baby. So I'm like, always, hi, baby. Hi, my baby. So he calls me baby. That's so cute. It's kind of cute, right? I mean, I'm sure it'll change, but I'm almost like hoping that it lasts for a little while because it's... Well, Daisy doesn't say mama or dada, and I actually had... Um, like a meltdown last night. Not a meltdown, (laughs) like a panic attack. With uh, That's a whole other story. But she says some other things. Yeah, she knows. It's hard to not compare, but Milo was saying... I don't know. He had like a... He had 20 words at Daisy's age. Bo did too, but Bo didn't walk. Well, Daisy's not walking either. But that's what I'm saying. Bo didn't walk till he was... 15 months old. Same with Milo. But still, it's it's hard not to compare. But like, I, I am I am like a little worried that she's not saying mama, dad, dad. But, you know. She will. You were worried that she wasn't going to roll over. Do you remember this? And she rolls. And she rolls. Yeah. And yeah. she stands. Yeah, I know. Well, moving on. Moving along. We have an amazing guest today here that Jenna introduced me to. So, Jenna, I'm going to throw it to you today. Yes. Why don't you introduce her? Okay. So, I have known this amazing mama. <laughs> her name is Natasha Beck for a really long time. I used to call her Tasha. I don't know if that's a thing anymore, but like back in the day, that was like your thing. Like you were Tasha. Anyway, I feel like I've known you maybe for 20 plus years. Yeah. Is that possible? I think so. Um, I don't even remember how we met. Do you? 
No, Emily was asking. I have no idea. Mutual friends, who knows? But um, she is the mother of three beautiful children, Ryder, Chase, and Charlie. Charlie's eight weeks old. She's rock star for even being here I know, right now. I know. And she is seriously my go-to for any any questions I have relating to behavior, sleep, eating, nursing. I always think of Natasha first. Always DMing you, always texting you. I'm like, is she annoyed with me? I don't know. Never. So we're probably like, going to be having her come back. Totally. I feel like I'm like, I should like pay her weekly just to like take <laughs> my questions. Um, But anyway, I, I seriously have had the privilege of watching you, watching her business grow on Instagram from one follower to thousands of followers. And it's been incredible to watch. And I remember Thank talking you. to you about social media stuff and trying to help you because I really believe in you because – a lot of the ways I want to parent is very similar to the way you do. And I really listen to what you have to say. So anyway, Natasha is known to her fans as Dr. Organic Mommy. She has a BA in neuroscience and psychology, a master's in public health, specializing in ch child and family health, and a doctorate in clinical psychology, specializing in pediatric neuropsychology. I feel like we Whoa. shouldn't even be speaking for the rest Whoa. of the show. We should just let her <laughs> speak, right? Um, yeah, I don't even know. Anyway, her blog and Instagram, um, Dr. Organic Mommy, and it's at dr.organicmommy, right? Correct. Um, has become a widely used resource, resource for parenting tips, healthy recipes, and all things organic. And today, Natasha, like I said, left her little cutie, Charlie, um, to come here and speak to us about how to get toddlers to eat healthy, yes. tips and tricks. Like, I just want to know how to get my child to f***ing eat in general. Like, <laughs> f*** the healthy part. Like, I just want him to sit and eat. So please, Natasha. Like, so wait, let's pause. What? We got to okay. take a quick break. But well, first of all, Natasha, so say hi. To hi, everyone. <laughs> Natasha, we're thank so you for having so me. So grateful that you're here, and we have so many questions from our listeners, which is. Um, it was a, a very big response. People yeah. were very excited that you were here and wanted to hear from you. Before we get to that, and before we get into the meat of everything we want to talk to you about, would you mind sharing with us your mommy win and fail of the week? Sure. Thank you. Uh, let's start with um, a mommy win just because of the positive. So it was a goal of mine having, when I had my third child, to be able to get out the door on time with all three. So when school started back up over the holidays, that was a goal for me. I don't know why, just that's what it was. And I did it. And it was the Yay. first day back to school. Granted, I woke up at 4.30 in the morning to get it done. Right. But I did it. And I nursed um, my daughter, pumped for the day, and made lunches, made breakfast for everybody, and got out the door. So it was wow. a big success for me. Superstar. Amazing. And got them all in the car as well. Bravo. And it's so it feels so good. I feel like it gives you motivation to like do it again yes. and again. It's just like... Definitely. Exactly. Yeah, superstar. And my mommy fail... Um, this wasn't this week, but it was at the end of my pregnancy. Uh, I was busy, you know, shooting stories on how I was making, like, my activity boxes. And I lost track of time and completely forgot to pick up my son. <laughs> and uh, I got a text from his teacher saying, are you on your way? And I oh my gosh. totally forgot. Uh, but luckily, he didn't even really mind. And 
he actually enjoyed being able to stay after school and right, aftercare right. and had yes. so much fun and asked to do it again. <laughs> and luckily, have, have I forgot you? him again. You did? <laughs> Not a big fan. <laughs> oh, my God. So it's all good. I think you need to uh, consider doing aftercare. Yes. Yeah, help, exactly. To, just to help you. Just but now help. I have an alarm on my phone okay, to good. not forget to pick him up. So we're good. Say, maybe an alarm will help. Okay, good. Yes. Have well, a daily alarm. Thank you so much for sharing. We're going to take a really quick break, and we will be back with Natasha to talk about toddler feeding. Okay, so this weekend was a doozy. I had no time for anything. Definitely no time to go to the market. But luckily, I had Instacart. I actually had a huge play date over, and I needed food. And Instacart came through. I ordered a bunch of snacks for the moms and the kids, and it was amazing. So there's so many benefits of Instacart. Groceries delivered in as little as one hour or at a time that totally works for your family or your schedule. There's coupons. You save money with coupons or pantry staples. And it's available at your favorite stores. Groceries delivered from local and national retailers. And for somebody like me that's super lazy or especially when it's raining, this comes real handy. So try Instacart and get $10 off your first order. To get this limited time offer, go to instacart.com or download the mobile app and enter my promo code MAMA at checkout. Get $10 off your first order today at instacart.com or download the mobile app and don't forget to enter my code MAMA. That's instacart.com or through the mobile app with our code MAMA at checkout. Okay, welcome back. We have the incredible Natasha, aka Dr. Organic Mommy, here with us to give us all the tips, tricks, and advice when it comes to toddler feeding. This is a very great topic. That was bad English, probably, because we all want to raise (laughs) healthy eaters. I mean, for me, I can tell you that that wasn't important in my household. And I did not eat a vegetable. I'm not kidding until my mid twenties. And it's terrible. Do you like veggies now? I I eat so healthy. People that knew me in high school don't even recognize me. I, I, I love vegetables. I love healthy eating, but it was, it was almost like I had to teach myself to do that. And I'm, I'm so focused on raising and instilling that early with my children because I don't want them to sort of deal with health issues like I had to later on in life because of it. Of course. Okay. So when we get, Natasha, when we get past like the purees and the pouches that I think so many of us moms rely on in that we're giving our children really healthy food and a variety, um, when we get past that and we're actually cutting up little pieces of food to give to these kids, how do you get them to still eat that well? Sure, sure. So one of my big things is you start in the morning. Just because it's morning time and the traditional American breakfast doesn't really dictate that you have vegetables in the morning doesn't mean that you shouldn't, Mm -hmm. you know? Present it to them in the morning. You can have one of my favorite things to do is when I make oatmeal. I'll just grate in some zucchini and carrots. And if they see little orange and green flickers in there, those are sprinkles and nature's sprinkles. And I talk to them about the vegetables and what they are. And I have a toppings bar and we put in different toppings like chia seeds or hemp seeds, a little bit of maple syrup. And once they see that it's really good, mm-hmm. you know, you can explain like these are vegetables that help us grow. Does it help when they put the things in themselves? Like they're active in, in like putting toppings on. It makes them feel like... They 
have control over it. Right. So right now at this stage, it's all about autonomy, doing things on their own and feeling good and having that self-confidence and that self-worth. And that's what you're trying to promote in your toddlers. So that's why I like having a toppings bar because they can put it on and dictate how much they're going to have. Mm-hmm. Right. And they get excited about it because they're doing it. And you don't really want to judge about the spills, it's okay. Great. Right. It's easier yes. if you have a dog, which I have right. two dogs and they just clean up. it up. Yeah. But no, um, that's a big thing for me is because I didn't I, I don't think I allowed Bo to really partake in like the making of anything because I'm such an O C D person with mess. And now with my baby He's just literally like, like you could say the definition of Jack is like a hot mess. Like he just makes a mess where with drool, with snot, with food, with toys, like he's just a mess and I really have to surrender to it. And so I think that I'm trying to be conscious, especially the second time around. Mm -hmm. And now Bo's at an age where I, you know, I have him help me make eggs and stuff in the morning and choose like what he wants to sprinkle in there. I wish I did that earlier because it's not too late, you know? How do you, my thing is like, how do you do that when you have literally zero time? Is it, is it going to come down to me doing it at 11 PM and waking up at 4.30 AM? (laughs) Is that, is that the answer? And if it is, I will do it. But I, I don't, I have help twice a week. So, and those days, like I am doing errands, I'm going grocery shopping and by the, and picking up Milo at 2.30. So then I have him the rest of the time when I have the nanny. So I really don't have a lot of time to do any prep because I just don't. I'm not kidding. Like, I just, I don't even know how to just, like, I just don't have time. So like, how do I, if it's a matter of getting up in the morning to make my kids eat healthy and like do this, I will. I just, is there another tip or trick? You don't have to get up at 4.30 in the morning. That was just me being a little bit nervous about how I'm going to do it with No, I know, but like, I always want to do this. I always want to like present this amazing meal and like this breakfast, but like, when it comes time, I'm like, shit, I don't have time. So you don't need to do everything that morning. So like oatmeal, I actually make a big batch and it's set for the week. And so you can just reheat it and then set out your toppings. You know, you don't always have to make it with oatmeal. You can have, you know, your batter to make spinach pancakes and just reheat them on the stove. How do you make a spinach pancake? Oh, we call them Hulk pancakes in our house. Oh, yeah. The green I, Hulk I, pancakes. I do the banana egg in? pancake like almost You taught every me day. how to do that. Really? I yeah, did? You did. Oh, wow. Thank you. <laughs> Maybe it was. Maybe I actually watched your Insta story and learned it. Maybe it's like all I know how to make. By the way, but Daisy loves it. It's just really just simply adding in a few like uh, like a small handful of spinach into your pancake mix. Mm -hmm. Do you like chop it up or grate it? I you blend it. You blend it. it, I mean, I don't even know the proper. I'm like blend right. And to be fair, I actually didn't before. And like as Jamie was saying earlier, that she didn't eat vegetables until she was in her 20s. Neither did I. Wait. Wow. People think that I'm super healthy, and I am now. Right. But I lived on Taco Bell when I was younger, so you can always change. Yes. Didn't you have, like, your aha moment when you were marrying Brandon and his – Mother yes. said something like grandmother. Gonna, grandmother, like, are you going to cook? And she, <laughs> she she got me cooking class lessons for my, an engagement gift. A little passive aggressive, I know. Grateful, a little bit. Right? A little bit. <laughs> I, I was like a little turned off on it uh, by it at, at first. But wasn't that like your turning point or something to start? That was that was a starting point. Um, like I realized it when I was working with kids and I was testing them, um, and they would come in in the morning, and I was ruling out different diagnoses for ADHD and learning disabilities that their diet really impacted their mm. behavior. Mm. And so that's so really important. when I noticed it. Yeah. Um, I took sugar out of my son's diet 
about two weeks ago. And like he still can get like a tiny little treat here and there. But we replaced dessert with applesauce for a couple of days. And now he stopped asking. Yeah, it was a great. it was a that's argument. a mommy win. It yeah. was an argument for like three days. We're like, no, no, and I was like, this is all you're getting, dude. This is all you're getting, dude. This is all you're getting, dude. Yeah, and now he's he doesn't ask. So yeah. that brings me to my next point: is you as the parent decide what and when they eat. Your mm. child decides if and how much. So you try not to sweat it, you know, because if you create that negative reaction, like, why are you eating or you need to eat five more bites until you get this, it creates a negative relationship or bad relationship with food. And you don't want to set them up for failure in the future. (sighs) Wow. I do that. I do that. But you can go and I feel move like forward. we all do that. So what one you more do, bite, babe. One more bite. And then, you know, because like yeah, we feel better. Say to me, how you many more better? bites do I have to take? And sure. I was like, three of chicken, two of broccoli, and then you're done. And what you're supposed right. to say is what? So what you want to talk about with foods is like there's not foods like, oh, these are the vegetables that are like, you know, not that good. You know, they don't taste that good. You want to talk about foods that are growing foods and foods that don't help us grow as much. So that way it's not like this special, mysterious food like, oh, it's the dessert, you know? <laughs> he's, 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 he's like really learning. Travis is into this for himself. Our, our producer is really into this. <laughs> um, so you want to talk about like the different foods on your plate. And if they ask for like the same thing over and over again, like they only want to eat the chicken or they only want to eat the rice, say – those things help us grow. But what helps us really grow is to eat different foods because Mm. that's what helps us grow. So like when you are growing a plant, it's not just the water that helps it grow, but it's the love, it's the sun, you know, know, it's the bees, it's a lot of different things that help things grow. So that's how it kind of how you explain it to them. And so you can say, yeah, you can have some more rice, but let's eat some other foods that help us grow too. So that way you can get big and strong and relate it to them on their level. Mm. So what they want to do. So like my son is obsessed with driving and he wants to be able to drive my car. So I say, you have to grow and right. get bigger in order to drive my car. Yeah. And then you can drive it all yeah. you want. You can drive me around. Yeah. I love it. Love. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's just sort of like I had like an aha moment as you're talking to me because sometimes like I hear everything you're saying and it's I think it's so wonderful. But I then revert back into like the chaos that is mealtime in my house and with both kids and me just in the schedule in my OCD mind of just like, but then I got them, them, get them in the bath and they're both going to be asleep by seven and then I have my time. And I think it's just if I take that deep breath and like you said, just get on their level, it doesn't take a whole lot of energy to say what you said versus what I say, which is three more bites. Come on, just take the three or four more bites and then you're done. It just, it's that simple of an adjustment. And to me, what will get me there is literally a deep breath. Sure. Taking a break. Taking just a second. And And it's very hard to do that sometimes. Yeah. And but you should let your kids know that you need a break. You're right. You know, just like kids need a break, you know, they they are overwhelmed with their emotions. So are you. You're sleep deprived. You know, you, you're not patient because you're so exhausted. You know, you're trying to like get everything on time just mm-hmm. to get yeah. stick to the schedule. Mm-hmm. But like really, I like to stick. I don't like the word schedule. I really don't. I like the word routine. Yeah. So if you're off by 20 minutes, 30 minutes, is it the end of the world? No. No. They will survive. Kids are really resilient. Well, that's good to know because my husband and I are going to Cabo next week. So we're taking a break. We're taking a break. But that's also what my other point is, is that you want to ignore or try to, you know, the moments where they're teething or they're not feeling well or their moods, Mm -hmm. you know, and get past that and say, you know what? They're just not having it today. They're not in the mood to really eat that much. 
they will survive unless mm-hmm. there's a medical issue and your doctor's concerned about their weight gain. Right. Otherwise, they so will So you don't survive. think we should stay on them for how much they eat? No, but I never do. But Got Nat- it. Natasha, quick quick thing. I noticed that Milo wasn't really eating at dinner time, and then after the bath and everything, right. he was like, I'm hungry. And we were giving in for – I knew it was wrong. Trust me. Like I – There's no wrong. It's not wrong. But, but I didn't want that to be the routine. I did right. not. So we started doing – you know, I, I talked to him a lot about dinner right when I was giving him the plate and the bowl. I said, I just want to let you know, Milo, that if your tummy is hungry, you should eat now because we are not – the ch- kitchen will be closed after bath time. And it started to work. And I, I said, even if your tummy is a little hungry, it's okay. You will wake up and eat a big breakfast. I said, but we cannot come back downstairs. So this is your dinner now and you need to either eat and if you don't feel like it, you won't. But we can't come back here. Mm-hmm. And – So yeah, you're setting up some boundaries. Boundaries are really important for kids. And I know we all want to be, you know, there and do everything and please them. But kids really, like, they they thrive on boundaries. So yes, having, you know, setting them up and saying, like, the kitchen will be closed so that they they understand that. But that being said, you want to make sure your kids are hungry at mealtime. So when you're offering snacks. Mm. So that's my thing with snacking. You've got to be really conscientious about what you're offering for snacks. I know everybody loves those puffs and, um, you know. Well, now I'm scared of them, by the way. Why? Because of the glyphosate. Yes. I don't even know how to pronounce it. There was like something that came out about them. And the thing about puffs is that they have no nutritional value. Right. And you're teaching your kids that you can just have like a sugary little, even though there a lot of them are like, oh, it's low sugar. There's there's still sugar. It's grains. It breaks down into sugar. And so you're teaching your kids that this is what you fill up on. And so instead of like something like, you know, I've got my veggies here right now as my snack, that's what you can offer them. And if they really are hungry for a snack time, you can offer them some, you know, a little bit of guacamole um, with some, you know, cucumbers for toddlers that are easier to eat or some apples and some almond butter, assuming that they're not allergic, Mm -hmm. things like that, something simple. And if they wake up late in their nap, you don't need to offer necessarily a snack. You just can push dinner time up a little little bit earlier. So you just got to play with the routine. Snacks kill us. Literally kill the dinner. So you've got to you got to you got to recognize that every child is different and when they wake up how hungry they are and you have to play with it and observe them to say hmm he's not really eating his dinner I'm going to I'm going to get rid of snack and see how that goes. Yeah. yeah. And I and then back to like gosh like I, I could take him outside and distract him from wanting a snack instead of just like eating there because I have my daughter who I'm dealing with but I'm so tired and I'm dealing with Daisy that it's hard not to just, just hand him clock. a bag of pirates yes, food. That's, and, that's yeah. hard. It's hard for me to just say, okay, like we're all going to go outside and, you know, I'm going to distract him from going in the pantry. And- you know what's one thing that's helped me is I, we go to the farmer's market on Sunday and we mm-hmm. buy all our produce. And then Sunday night, I, ch- I can't believe that I'm the person that's like giving advice. I'm normally not this person. I'll chop up my, like peppers and cucumbers and fruit, and I put them in all the glass containers in my fridge. Yeah. So it's very easy for me to just grab a couple of pieces on right. a plate, put a little bit of hummus, and be like, this is your snack. Because he wants That's the great. goldfish. Yeah. And I'll say, you can have some goldfish after you finish this. And if it is close to mealtime, I'll say, well, then you have to have an appetizer, which means it's a vegetable. Right. And he will. Okay, so I want to tell you guys about this new company called Fleur. 
P-H-L-U-R. So when we put on our perfume each day, the one thing that we don't think about, at least I don't, is what's actually in it. And that's why I'm so excited. They make these stunning, non-toxic perfumes that, by the way, you want to search them. They have pictures, words, even playlists on their site to describe these perfumes. You can get a sample and decide which one you like, you know, without fully committing. And it's good clean ingredients. And the best news is they just introduced body wash and body lotion in the same exact sense. So you can smell amazing all the time, Jamie. Yeah, you can really like commit to your scent. You know what I mean? For sure. And not showering is what we always talk about. So this is perfect. Yep. Never shower over here. Anyway, go to Fleur.com today and use promo code MAMA to get 20% off your first custom Fleur sample set. Pick three cents to try and get credit towards a full-size bottle of your favorite. That's promo code MAMA at Fleur.com to get your first three Fleur fragrance samples at 20% off. P-H-L-U-R dot com. You're listening to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. This week on Off the Vine with Caitlin Bristow. Join Caitlin as she covers the finale of this season of The Bachelor. You want to get real for a second? Let's get real. Who will win Colton's heart? The, and then this is why they need to have the cameras come in the morning after the fantasy suites is for these exact moments. Find out by listening to Off the Vine with Caitlin Bristow every week on Podcast One. And now back to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. I also with Bo, I just assumed that he wouldn't like certain foods, so I didn't because offer that's them to him. How you grew up, probably. Yes. And then we went out to dinner one night, and I ordered salmon, and he was like, what's that? And I was like, do you want to try it? And he loved it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I never thought to order. I just ordered him the chicken or, you know, what? because I just didn't think he would yeah. like it. So I think that sometimes we have to give our kids Be more a adventurous. chance. Yeah. Because I find both my kids, if I use garlic and a lot of spices and like they love, they love, that's love awesome. That. So and that's so, my next point, actually. Please. Exposure and modeling. You want to make sure you're eating with them and you want to make sure you're exposing them to as much as you possibly can. So a variety of spices from cumin to coriander to sumac to paprika to Ceylon cinnamon in their oatmeal, everything. The, the more you can get them exposed to, the earlier on, the better. And it brings out the flavor and they tend to appreciate food mm. because food is like art. You know, you want to appreciate food. You want to appreciate the meal. So if you're exposing them to that and you're showing them that while you're sitting down and eating with them, if you are visibly enjoying your food, right. they are more likely to. Yes. So, And you want to talk about when you're sitting at mealtime. I know you brought this up earlier, Jenna, about how do you get them to sit down and enjoy mealtime. Yeah, it's almost impossible for Milo. Just like you have a sleep environment. Do both of you guys have like a nice sleep environment where you have like blackout blinds or yes. you have a routine where yeah, you know, do yes. bath and whatnot? You want to have a meal environment. So even as something as simple as a candle in the middle of your table 
or just a little flower that they get to go pick outside. Ooh. So instead of going to the pantry, let's pick idea. out a flower. Like to make a to good ambiance for dinner ambience. or so breakfast. Or right, because <gasps> when you go to a restaurant, do you want to just sit at a table with nothing there and it's chaotic and you're like, the kitchen's all on your face and, you know, it's not enjoyable. But no. when you go to a restaurant, you actually enjoy it. They have a tablecloth or they have placemats and they have, you know, a nice little candle or flower. See, that goes a the, long these way. These are the tips and tricks that I need. Yeah, because look, I'm very ashamed to admit it, but I'm the girl that shoves the iPad in front of the kids sometimes. There is no shame here. Sometimes we just all have to survive. Yeah. But, but he the got whole used point to is it. You can change it, but there's you can always change You can always things. undo, right? You can always undo. Kids are super resilient. Yeah. You know, I've worked with kids that have had so much trauma and they are they will survive mm. and you can change things and make things better. I've always That's said really this to you, to Natasha. Know. I've always been like, I will pay you to come to my house <laughs> for two hours and show me like five meals to cook. Yeah. I will be, I, I'm like and and that's all I need. Like I I need to see it. I need to. Vi- I can't really read it off of like an iPad or like your. I'm not good at that on Instagram. Like I'm not good at that. I can't. I'm not a cook. I'm not a, a chef. I've, I've never been good like that. I need someone to come here and say this is how you do it. Show me one time, and then I become a pro at it. Like, you know what? When our babies like are a little need. older, let's you and I do like a let's start a cooking class. Like we should. One day a week. It's all about see one, uh, do one, and then teach one. Yes, mm. that's what yeah. they teach uh, in medical school. So yeah, oh, well, yeah. There you go. I didn't have a nanny before. I didn't have a nanny with Bo um, for the first couple of years, but um, we've had a full-time nanny now for about a year and a half. And she has asked me, like, can I cook dinner? I love to cook. And I'm yeah. like, of course. So I'm sitting playing with my kids all day. And, you know, and she makes this w- a wonderful meal for me as well. And it's really broadened. I know that people don't normally have this luxury and I'm, 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 I've had it the other way as well. And so I get yeah. it where I would make my son this elaborate meal and then he would go to bed and I'd have like a bowl of cereal because yeah. I had no more energy for <laughs> you myself. You have like the crust of their sandwich. That's yes. like my meal every day. But there's, but <laughs> you know, I think to what we were talking about a little bit before, like giving them actually like an opportunity to try different foods that be, since I've had my nanny, she's really opened up all our eyes to, you know. But that brings me to another point. When you say like, well, your nanny's cooking while you're playing with your son, if you don't have help at home, inv- and you should, even if you do have your nanny cooking, involve them in cooking. Mm-hmm. Even a child as young as Jack, who's one uh, one right yeah. now, involve him. He can have the measuring spoons. He can sit up on the counter with you and you can, or keep him in the high chair to keep him safer and give him things to do like washing the tops of the carrots. He can shampoo the carrots hair. You know, he can take the salad spinner and push it down, which is so much fun. And they love to do. It's the best toy ever. And they're really, yeah, they're really getting getting into their motor skills and you're like uh, refining their, you know, their pincer graphs and, you know, give them little kid knives where they can chop things up. So Bo is definitely at yes. an age where he can sit there and he can chop up mushrooms, which are really easy to chop. Do you Even have carrots? Do you have those kid knives on your Amazon? I do. I have store? everything on my Amazon. Yeah, store. I okay. actually need. I need to visit your Amazon store. <laughs> and before we go, let's make sure that we tell our listeners how to visit. By the way, this is great advice. You guys, can, the listeners can't see this, but Natasha brought. We're going to take a picture and post it. Yeah, on we have Facebook. to. She brought right now. She brought like carrot. I mean, celery and radish and guacamole and all these amazing plates. Who are these? By again, I bought them. Those are by Caveman Cups. Caveman They're made in America's stainless, stainless steel. I have them at home because of you. They're amazing. <laughs> I threw out all my plastic. Oh, that's amazing. She's adding more. I'm adding more, more pictures. 
This is really um, cute. Well, we have a lot of listener questions for you, if sure. you don't mind. Sure. Um, I, I'm, I'm sure I'll address ourselves. like some of the points that yeah. I'll get in there after. Yeah. And if not, then we're going to give you open floor because everything you have to say is we're, we're it's, eating it up. It's an en- no pun intended, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys are funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this is our first listener question. Sure. Um, my pediatrician told me I'm creating a picky eater because I make what he will actually eat. But as a mom, I'm concerned about the quantity and quality of what he eats, and I can't get him to do veggies, just fruit. So sure. So we all have that mom guilt, and we're all you know nervous about you know our our kids getting all the nutrients that they need. Mm-hmm. But honestly, they really can, and they can survive. You know, not on that much. Right. And you know, we are all concerned, like, oh, well, they're not getting enough protein. But kids actually don't need that much. It's based off their weight, and. You know, for a child that is, say, like 20 pounds, they only need about a little over 10 grams of protein. Seven grams Mm -hmm. is in an egg. Oh, wow. wow. So if you think about so it. So my, my little baby ate a scrambled egg this morning. They're pretty, pretty good, good to go for the day. For the day right you know? So you got to think about it. They don't need that much. <clears throat> and when you're concerned about, um, well, how much are they eating, you want to set up the fact that you as the parent decide what and when they eat. They decide if and how much. Mm-hmm. And if you are really concerned about how much they're eating, you look at a two-week period. If they really truly are not eating in a two-week period, then you bring it up to your doctor. Okay. Otherwise, they're good to go. You know, there's got other things going on. Sometimes, are you hungry every day, like at every second? No, you're absolutely right. I try to put myself in, in, you know, in their, what am I trying to say? In their their shoes. In their shoes. Oh, my God. You guys, I can't talk today. Let's erase that. But Mommy brain. We're helping each other. I have major mommy brain, but I always try to think about my kids as the way I think. Like, I'm like, am I hungry right now? Am I sleepy right now? Like, sleep stuff. I'm like, okay, she's not napping, but... I'm not, you know, I'm not tired all the time. So right. I always try to do that. I always try to yeah, put myself in their great. place. But but it's just this, like, crazy, like, mentality that you always have to shove food down your kid's I throat. Know. And it's, like, this crazy guilt. It really. But and you don't want to okay. make vegetables seem like this, like, awful thing that no. they have to eat. And you don't want seem to have certain foods be, like, this mystery food, like, dessert. Like, oh, it's so special. Right. What you want to try and do is set up, like, if they want something, like, you know, say they want a cookie. You don't want to refuse things, Mm -hmm. but you want to delay them and put them on your timetable. So if you know that they've eaten a great lunch or they're going to have, you know, they'll be okay in that pack, in that part of their day, you can say, let's have this for an afternoon snack and let's have a half and let's set it aside for our afternoon snack. And that way they feel like, this is what I want. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be able to have it. And at the same time, you're teaching delayed gratification. So they are being able to wait for something, which relates on so many different levels, mm-hmm. even as sitting at a restaurant, waiting for food, waiting for you when you're on the phone. So it's really important to teach that, especially in today's society, when things are so fast-paced. I love that term, delayed gratification. Yeah. Let's talk about care of vitamins. So the winter blues are coming to an end. I think we're all trying to get back into a routine, feel healthy. And feel energized. Yes. And did you guys know that 90% of people fall short of FDA-recommended guidelines for at least one vitamin or nutrient? So what was really cool was Jen and I took a personal quiz at Care of Vitamins. We answered all the questions of what we're looking for, what we're lacking, the things that we're needing in our lives. And they had a personalized list basically, right? Yeah, it was it was super cool. I mean, I definitely have low energy and I need I need something to 
help balance that. Yes. You know, it told me exactly what to get. And yes. Eastern medicine, I believe. Yeah. Well, you can write if you respect and are interested in like more Ayurvedic stuff, Eastern medicine, Western medicine. So it really caters to your beliefs and your, and, needs. And your needs. So for 50% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins, go to takecareof.com and enter promo code said 50 Again, that's 50% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins when you go to takecareof.com and enter promo code said 50 My brother has five kids and the, he his only way of punishment, I guess, is taking away dessert. So dessert shouldn't be something where It like, shouldn't be some kind of mystery food. Right. What I like to do is present things in courses for children. And so I just say it's like the first course, the second course, and the so last course. So you don't course. say dessert. I don't like to use the word dessert. Mm-hmm. You know, my husband grew up where like, oh, he was always having dessert at the end of the meal. And he hates that now because he just expects it. Yeah. And he's like, oh, and you struggle with the weight as you get older and it's hard to be healthy, you know. And dessert doesn't have to always be something that's sugary. You know, it can be, you know. Strawberries. Uh, strawberries, something. Um, so yeah. you want to try and stay away from um, refined sugars. But right. unrefined sugars like fruit or even making something called nice cream where you take some frozen ripe bananas, throw them in the blender, pop in a scoop of peanut butter and put a couple cacao nibs on top. You've got <laughs> peanut Ooh, butter. No, you nice I want that. And that is so and easy. You've got though, your protein, right? you've got your calcium, you've got some of your iron, and it's all right there. We're going to ask you too if we can share some of these tips on our Facebook cuz that's yeah, Sure, awesome. sure, I'd be happy to. All right. Here's another question. I want to raise a baby on a plant-based diet. How do I make sure she gets enough DHA and B12? Also, should we expose her to animal products so she does not develop an allergy in case she eats it later? Okay. So first, it's very unlikely to be allergic to meat. Um, It's very rare. Uh, It is more uh, common with shellfish. That's one of the top Mm -hmm. eight allergens. Um, But it is rare for meat. That said, for a plant-based diet, uh, you can't get B12. Um, you can't. In, in plants. It, it, you can get some of it in nutritional yeast, but typically not enough. So you do need to supplement with B12. Um, so you just need to uh, talk to a nutritionist. I love doctors, but they only get about three hours of uh, nutrition in medical school. So wow. they're not always up three to date. hours. Yeah, they're not always up to date on what um, your needs are. So yeah. I always try to recommend if you're going to go a plant-based a plant-based route and you're not as familiar with it and what to do to ask a nutritionist. So you get B12 from animal protein? You do. So going back to being uh, having a plant-based diet, so B12 you do need to supplement with um, sometimes zinc as well. And you just need to be aware of where you're getting your calcium. So tahini has a ton of calcium. Broccoli um, has calcium. Broccoli right? has some calcium. Leafy, dark leafy greens. So like more like bok choy, mustard greens, kale, which you can just throw into a smoothie. So I was just going to say smoothies is the best smoothies way to just great load way. them. Up. And you can up. put them in a little thermos that they can take throughout the day that keeps it... 100%. But you want to have them see what's going in it. Right. Mm. Right. What you want to do is sit your one-year-old on that table and... Help them throw it in? Let them throw it in. That's how they can help you cook. Mm-hmm. You know, they can rip it up and have fun with it. And it's that way you're also exposing them to, you know, having more sensory processes going on where they're feeling the kale, they're ripping it up, you know, so that way... They are, you know, you're killing two birds with one stone. It's a win-win. You know, and so, but you don't always want to do smoothies for everything. You know, so I know a lot of people like are really into the pouches and the smoothies on the go. You want to make sure your kids are chewing food because I have worked with parents that just stick with pouches all the time. And the problem with that is that it can impact language development. 
Wow. Interesting. Because you're not chewing, you're not using those muscles. You know, when you don't work out for a while, you know, you can't lift things as well because you're not using those Mm -hmm. muscles. So it's the same thing with your mouth. It's so funny. And you knew this because I talked to you a lot Mm -hmm. about Daisy's food situation. She wouldn't even do puree. So she started right off the bat. Basically, at six or seven months, chewing, baby led weaning, weaning, which I was so against for a long time because I was like, no, choking, and it's scary. scary. And I had no choice. And it's been amazing. She is a really good eater now. That's Mm -hmm. great. Yeah. And I'm not used to that with my son. So... All right, yeah. we have another question. I feel like we might have touched on this a little bit. Sure. Um, healthy, realistic snack suggestions when your son only wants goldfish. So uh. just like adults, if you don't have it in your house, you can't eat it. So it's you've got to make that decision. No, no, you've got to make that decision. Now, mm. if you want goldfish in your house, that's totally up to you. But it does make it easier if it's not there. Right. You can't have it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, when I always talk about getting your kids to the store with you. Is it hard? Yes. You want to make sure your kids are not tired or hungry when you go to the store. And if they are going to be hungry, you bring their snack and they get to have their snack at the store. Yeah. I'm totally okay with snacks on the go. It just makes life easier. Mm -hmm. I bring them to the farmer's market. They get their snack. But when you bring them to the store, let them choose. You get to choose one fruit and one vegetable today. And you get to do it. And then we can see how, how many different ways we can prepare it. And that's another thing. You can roast things. You can steam things. You can put them in soup. You can put them in smoothies. You can eat them raw. Try out different things with your kids. Don't just stick to the same thing because steaming might not be for every child. I hated steamed vegetables. You know, I like them roasted and crispy. Me too. You know, and it just depends. I don't even know. Like, this actually gives me anxiety. Like, I don't know how to do this variety. Like I would have to like you Google. You have to try it. I would have I to Google like sh- how to properly roast a cucumber or whatever. Like how to and then how to bake cucumber. it and how to You're not gonna roast a cucumber. We're not gonna Jenna. roast a cucumber. You know but what yes, I mean. Yes. Whatever. I'm telling you, I struggle with this and it gives me massive anxiety. Like I wish I could just be like, you oh, just there need are to do it. 17 you just ways to try of it. doing it. It is hard. But like that's what I actually found on Instagram. <laughs> I found all these amazing moms. Uh-huh that inspire me every day. And so what's great about Instagram, what I really like, is now you have, like, these stories, these highlights, and you can save them. So, like, sometimes I'll save, like, I'll go through and I made, like, a whole soup from um, from start to finish, and I showed you how to make the soup. Right. And, you know, there's moms out there that show you how to roast veggies. And uh, one of my inspirations is Pamela Salzman. Mm-hmm. She's Love a her. famous yeah. cooking instructor. Every week. Yeah. Yes, her, you know, weekly dinner planners. I need to come to one of your classes. Yes, come to a cooking class oh, I with her. Oh, I'd be yes. happy to. Yeah, do it, Jamie. Um, and she's great. And she sits there and shows you how to do it. And sometimes you just need that help. And just seeing those videos, YouTube is a great resource. Yeah, You know, just yeah. literally Google um, YouTube, how do you roast um, butternut squash or how do you roast broccoli? And it'll show you. And you know what? Sometimes you just have to do the trial and error too yeah. if you're yeah. too busy and know your oven I mean, my, but also something that helps me is because I never wanted to make too much because it was a lot of times just for my son or my husband wasn't there. It was just for us using my little toaster oven. That's what I was about to say. For the vegetables. And it heats up quicker. It heats up much quicker. Yeah. Much, much quicker. And like I could put the baby on the floor with a bunch of kitchen utensils and pans and be able to get it in there. Great way to And then by the time I got him in the high chair and got everything and they weren't freaking out that it was taking too long, everything was ready. It literally says roast and I still get scared. Like there's a button that says roast. There's nothing easier than pizza and I'm still like, there's nothing easier. Okay, a general rule of thumb 375. 
You put um, your veggies, chop them up small if you want them to cook faster, on an unbleached parchment paper, no aluminum foil, and or silicon uh, mm-hmm. pad, and just put them in there with a little olive oil and salt, and that's, that's it. it. Okay. And then just check I mean, it. I, I check it every yeah. ten. Every che- check it every ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And when it's nice and, you know, brown and crispy, you're I can golden. do that. And I do do that. There's like two things that I, uh, yeah, I need to broaden my. But just try this. out every different veggie. Yeah. You know, okay. like you can stick to your cruciferous vegetables, like your kale to make kale chips, your broccoli, your romanesco, your cauliflower. Those are all, you know, Brussels sprouts. Just chop them up small and it yeah. makes it easier for the kids because okay. they get crispier and they taste more like chips. I think my like a light bulb in my head right now is honestly I can do this I know I can I just need to prep more I think and, I was just gonna say and it's a lot of just if you plan and ahead I just can't so be so those are my tips it's not it, you know it's not about lazy no, I don't like but, to call moms lazy because you're exhausted I'm, I'm not, exhausted I'm not calling myself lazy I'm just saying I, I need to not be plan. lazy about this one thing I need to sure. plan and I need to take an extra hour and be okay if and, one week it's not okay or a couple of days it's not okay. One right. – well, I, I always feel like if it's like two or three nights that I got them to eat like That's fish huge. and veggies, yeah, I feel win, really win, win. good. And it's all right if he wants – he gets pasta the next – by the way, pasta, there's great options now. Uh, we like do the bonza. the yeah. or the bonza. There's yeah. Andean Dream, yeah. which is a quinoa-based <laughs> pasta. Does it help to plan out your meals? Like I was just I thinking, can't should speak I to that because I'm not great at that. So okay. I, I'm like, should I do a right. menu? Like would it, that it help does. Me? It does help a lot of moms, and I will say, Pamela Salzman does send out her weekly, you know, meal planners, and it does help. <laughs> what I try to do is when I go to the store, I see what's in season. Okay. Um, at the farmers market and at the store, and I try to buy what's in season. And what I try to do is on Sunday, just like Jamie said, chop up things, put things away in glass jars, okay. so you can see, and it's easy to pull, and then batch cook. I like to always have beans on hand, always for the week. So I'll soak them and cook them on Mondays. I will make my nut milks and I'll keep the pulp. So I'll put them in pancakes and that way they get their extra boost of protein there. You know, I'll throw it in the freezer if I know I'm not going to use it. That way I can throw it in a smoothie if I need to. So you just want to think about those types of things. Having your sauces, like in the summertime, I'll make tomato sauce because Mm -hmm. tomatoes are really cheap during the summer. Don't buy them right now. They're super expensive, so there's really no point. You know, I get your kale. It's amazing that you know all of these little tips. It's amazing. You do so much research on this. But that's what is, I'm trying to provide on my right. on my platform so that you don't Making have to go do the research. Right, yeah. You're taking the stress lot. out of it yeah. for us. It's a lot. I mean, I could not tell you where to buy a cute sweater and, you know, where even Zara is. I that, that, like, <laughs> like, you know, I will I will go to you guys for that. But everybody has their specialties. What a beautiful lesson here right now, though, for moms, because normally I think you speaking like this can stress moms out because they're going to be like, "Oh, I don't know this and I don't I don't know how to do this." But you're doing this work for us. This is this is like your gift to the world. This is yeah. your talent Thank and this you. is what you're giving us. And moms need to just take a step back and just be like, "I don't have to know everything. This is the beauty of social media yes. and these platforms is that we can reach out to these other moms that can help us. And that's the beauty of today's society because back in the day, you had a village. You had your mom yes. or your grandmother with you, your aunts. And right now we are so isolated. Yep. But today we're not. You get to connect through the internet. Yes. As much as people like to, you know, get down on social media and Facebook and it, it, it's it hard. Is, it's, it's addictive. <laughs> it, it is addictive, but it's also on the positive. It is our village. It's right. people yes. can relate. That's why we're doing this podcast. That's I right. Mean, this That's is our village. Here. Yeah. 
All this right. is how you spread information. And this was and Natasha's about to pump. I was gonna say, we're gonna take a quick <laughs> break to let Natasha pump super mommy over here. But thank you so much for all of this insight on everything. It's been incredible. We are gonna be right back after she pumps with some shitty mommy. See you soon. Woohoo. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Okay, we're back from pumping and chatting. Uh, Natasha's just a well of amazing information, and we only have a certain allotted amount of time with you guys, so we want to direct you to our Facebook page because she's going to share more tips and tricks that are just awesome, and we're already coming up with more ideas of ways she can share her brilliance with us that we're so, so grateful for. Thank you so much. And now, after being so thankful, Natasha, we're going to put you on the spot and ask you if it's possible that you can share a shitty mommy moment with us. Because let's be honest, we've all had them. Where have you felt like a shitty mommy? Um, Because we just want everyone to know they're not alone. So could you share, please? Oh, 100%. Shitty mommy! Um, This has probably happened when I was two weeks postpartum and unbelievably sleep-deprived. And I was trying to put my kids to bed, and my husband was with me. And I just completely lost it with my son, who was not listening. And I didn't have the patience to use the language that I like to use with the kids. And I just said, you're driving me crazy. I said, "Get get away from me. And my husband looked at me. Did you say, get the away from me? Or... I might have used the F word. Yeah. We all have. I all have. We all have. You know, people like to think, oh, like, I know how to do everything. Yeah, I have a lot of knowledge, but we all have moments where we can't. Yeah, we're human. We're human. We're human. And it's good for your kids to see that. So my husband looked at me, like, so scared. And he was like, whoa, because he looks to me as, like, the parenting guru or whatever. He's like maybe you should take a break. Yes. And I was like, look at you using the language. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm so proud. And so I was like, I need a break. And so I went and he put the kids to bed because I just hadn't slept and I yeah. was so exhausted. Yes. Um, and so, and what I did was I resolved it with my son. The next day when I was better and I was calmer, I told him, mommy really needed to take a break and I'm sorry for saying these mm-hmm. words yeah. to you. And I told him, let, and I had him come up with me, come, uh, come up with solutions for me what do you think I could do the next time? Oh, Should that's I splash great. some water on my face? Should I go to the bathroom? You know, maybe you can say, Mommy, do you need a break? Right. You know, and he loved that idea. That's and great. it really shows that, like, we are human and that your kids see, like, mommies need breaks too, daddies need breaks, and so do kids. I apologize awesome. a lot to Milo. So I, I get it. Yeah, I'm, and it's a good I thing. I snap, but I apologize. Wow. Yeah. That was awesome. All about the resolution. Great. It's amazing. Was, thank you. <laughs> and we've just got it. We have a listener shitty mommy moment. Um, to share as well. And it's actually similar to what you shared with your fail. Coincidentally. Yeah. Okay. So she said, last week, my daughter's school called me because she was sick. I told them I'd be right there to get her. About an hour later, they called back, called back asking if I was coming. Oh, God. After they had initially called, I had just completely forgotten and continued to <laughs> Facebook message Girl Scout parents <laughs> about cookie season, which, by the way, cookie season is very distracting. So I get it. Uh, but a great moment. I mean, I've never forgotten my son, but, um, I've definitely like forgotten to like do things for sure. Yeah. Duh. Well, our campuses all shrink (laughs) when we have kids. Our yeah. what? Our hippocampus all shrinks. It's uh, what the structure that's the brain, involved in memory. Oh. In memory. Ah, it Jamie, comes back. Jamie, mommy Jamie, brain. You're like, what? <laughs> it comes back, but there's a, a reason for it. 
<laughs> Very wow. technical over here. Yes. We're exactly. talking to a real true life doctor here. Yes. We are so in bow down to your presence. Yes. Okay. Thank you so much. That's thank our you. show for today. Natasha, you're amazing. Please make sure to follow her, drdr.organicmommy on Instagram for all her amazing knowledge. We just have loved this show so much. It's been amazing. Thank and you. Truly. We will leave you with our Mama Said of the Week. Mama said, if I cook it, you eat it. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Have a great week, everyone. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. New episodes are available weekly at podcastone.com, the Podcast One app, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love the show, don't forget to leave a rating and review. Sponsors for this episode of Mama Said are Ease. Visit ease.com and get $20 off your first delivery when you use promo code MAMA. Instacart. Get $10 off your first order by using code MAMA at instacart.com or on the Instacart mobile app. Fleur. Go to fleur.com and use promo code MAMA to get 20% off your first custom Fleur sample set. Care of. For 50% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins, go to takecareof.com and enter promo code MAMASAID50. Say, Mama. Mama. Good job.